Look at that browser that Mark has set up there. It says, May I have never mind. your uh, attention, please. The show starts <laughs> in 10. Oh, wait, I can't get banned on most hands. Shut up, Zach. You've known them to run their mouths about politics. Politics, politics, schmalitics. Well, little did you know, they can run their mouths about other stuff as well. This is the Mark G Show. They have a natural curiosity about just about everything. From aliens, the paranormal... To the biggest natural disasters that have ever occurred on planet Earth and everything in between. Two brothers from another mother ripping it up. And oh no, we don't record the show. We have the balls to do it live. Call into the show at 207 370 5852. That's 207 370 5852. Be a part of the show. Let's do it. This is the Mark G Show. And now your hosts, Mark G and Gary G. What is going on, everybody? What's happening? Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, Kick, TikTok. I see you out there, Bridget. Hello, everybody. Welcome and welcome in. Hope everybody's having a fantastic day. Listen. As always, I got my brother from another mother over there on the tippity top of Gary. What is happening, Gary? How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm, I'm full from uh, my post-workout meal, and I'm ready to talk about some more creepy shit. Nice. Zach, he, I didn't think he was going to make it because he takes naps more than any grandfather out there. Zach, what's going on, my man? I'm good, man. Don't play me because I'm tired. I had a long week. What was that? I'll just hear that chime. What was that? <laughs> Wait, are you serious? Yeah, there was a chime. I don't know what it was. Oh, uh, I don't know. I didn't hear it. Hear it. <laughs> you guys didn't hear it? Interesting. Oh. All right. Well, <laughs> let's get it started. Welcome to the show, everybody. Tonight's going to be a phenomenal time. We're going to be talking about cursed items, cursed places, and everything else like that. Did we, uh, what was that? Let me see. Hold on, chat. TikTok, you're going to see something weird pop up over here. I think we got, um. Uh, <coughs> Guys, yeah. just ignore Mark's uh, recent browser history. Yeah, I think that might have been. I'm going to pull up the buy me a coffee stuff over here because I don't know what that was, but that was kind of weird. Well, maybe someone bought you a coffee. Maybe, maybe someone did buy me a coffee. I don't know. That was that was interesting. Nobody's buying you any coffee. No one's right? probably yeah. buying me a coffee, but listen. Yeah, nobody's well, one could hope not. someone's going to buy me a coffee, but you know. Mark, the only way someone would buy you a fucking coffee is if you watched movies more than once. Oh, is that what it is? Uh, my wife even I says so. I heard that time. Huh. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't yeah. hear it. Y'all didn't hear didn't, that little chime, huh? I didn't hear anything. All right, whatever. I guess maybe I'm hearing shit. My wife's hearing shit. Yeah, see, Kaylin agrees with But me. I have my TikTok all the way down, so I can't hear anything that you're potentially hearing, too. Right. Hey, whatever. What's going on, Mellow Bull? We see you over there saying, hey, hey, beautiful people. How you doing there, Mellow Bull? <clears throat> all right, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for everybody listening to Apple, Spotify, and so forth, this show is being live recorded right now. We are live on multiple different uh, social media platforms. And yeah, we've got a pretty good little um, show for y'all today. Um, you guys ready to jump in on it? Do you guys got anything that you want? Maybe there's already something cursed that you want to talk about before I get into my big old list here. The Annabelle doll. <laughs> you are fucking hilarious. You know why? Why? 
Number one on my list of cursed items Annabelle doll? is the Annabelle doll. Yeah. All right. Well, well Bull, let's go ahead and answer Mella Bull's question real quick over on TikTok. She says she's doing good. She wants to know how all of us are doing. I mean, for one, I woke up breathing, so I cannot <laughs> complain. Um, I'm not sure about Gary and Zach, though. They are looking a little rough. They could have uh, been deceased by now. Gary, how are you, brother? I'm, I'm good. I mean, I literally just left a pretty gnarly workout before I got here. So I'm pretty gassed. Pretty gas. All right, Zach. Uh, I'm good. I'm just really tired, but you know, I'm here. He's I'm, always I'm tired. Yeah. That's what he gets. That's what he gets. You know, for playing with his happy socks too much. You know, if you didn't ever watch a movie more than once, have you ever really watched a movie? Oh dear yeah, God! Is it gentlemen, gentlemen let's not start on the movie shit. Oh, right no. now. Let's not start on the movie We're shit. Fucking started. <laughs> What's going on? All right. Well, Zag mentioned a comment about the Annabelle doll, so let me get in the description about the Annabelle doll. Hi, Lynn. We see you out there. The animal doll. The Annabelle doll description is Annabelle, a vintage Raggedy Ann doll, is far from ordinary. Locked away in a glass case at the Warren's Occult Museum. This seeming, uh, seemingly innocent doll is beloved to be possessed by a malevolent spirit. I think I said that right. I probably fucking that up. It has been blamed for various unexplained deaths and strange occurrences. So my question is for y'all over here. Do you believe that the inanimate object can truly be possessed by a malevolent spirit? Oh, yeah. Do you? Yeah. Did you ever hear the uh, story about... When they used to do tours there and a kid and his Zach, girlfriend. Zach, hold on one second before you talk anymore. My wife made a good point. Disclaimer. Hold oh, your yeah. thought for two seconds. Anybody listen up. We're going to get our disclaimer out of the way. For anybody who's tuning into the show, please note that the views and opinions of the show is of myself, my brother, and any other, Zach, and any other guests that we have on the show. Please do with the information as you please. And this is for entertainment purposes only. Let's get back to this kid you were telling me about for the Annabelle doll. Oh, yeah. So uh, the Warrens used to do tours through their museum of haunted items. And there was a kid and his girlfriend there. And they got done talking about the Annabelle doll. And then the kid started tapping on the glass. He's like, I don't believe this nonsense. He's like, if there's something, if there's something in that doll, do something to me. Put a, put a mark on me. Do something to me. And then they, they right away kicked the kid out. And him and his girlfriend left. And I guess they drove there on a motorcycle is what they said. And on the way home... Uh, they got in a bad motorcycle accident and the boy died that was taunting the doll and the girl lived. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. See, the funny part is I've never even heard about this doll. So, like, this is kind of new stuff to me. <laughs> oh, um, of course you have to watch movies. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Kayla says that's why she don't like porcelain dolls. I mean, porcelain dolls are autom- automatically creepy, right? When you're looking at a porcelain doll, it's like so they're, I, they are. They're creepy little... And my mother got my wife one one time, like, I don't know, man. I just don't like those dolls. They're creepy as fuck. They give me bad heebie-jeebies right off the bat, man. And, uh, and do you know how they, they – so they have to uh, bless the case that the Annabelle doll's in, so they have to take it out and put it in another case, but they have to wear welding gloves to take it out. <laughs> yeah, they literally wear, like, thick-ass, like, welding gloves to hold the doll and put it in a new uh, case. Interesting. <clears throat> uh, wow. What about you, Gary? Have you ever heard about the Annabelle doll? I've not heard about the Annabelle doll. Um, I've heard about other, you know, I watch a lot of like those ghost shows or whatever. And like, there's a bunch on YouTube. And so I've seen some videos where people will put 
said cursed doll on a chair in a room and then put a camera on it overnight. And then you can see like the doll's head move like at night. But I never, never heard of this specific one. But yeah, cursed old vintage creepy dolls are fucking, <clears throat> I don't, I, I wouldn't own one. I mean, you would think if if a spirit is actually attached to a doll, you you got to think those some of those. Dolls I saw are Chucky growing up. Chucky was awesome, dude. Chucky yeah, was a good freak. I have yet to see the TV show. Have any of you guys seen the TV show yet for Chucky? No. I guess Netflix. I believe it's Netflix. I could be wrong. Don't hold me to that. But has there's Zach a Chucky doesn't like Chucky. There's a <laughs> Chucky. Really disappointed. <laughs> Chucky pissed me off, bro. <laughs> He's a three and a half foot, maybe two and a half foot doll. Why not just kick the little bastard? <laughs> Hit him with a baseball bat. Don't run from it. Like he doesn't have that big of a reach. It doesn't bother me anymore. But as a as a kid, I mean, I saw that, and it just like it just set like the 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 breadcrumb trail of you know creepy dolls, right? right. So. I mean, what could be the cause of the disturbing events linked to Annabelle? Is, <clears throat> what is that? What is the Annabelle doll? Like, what is the what can cause Annabelle to be cursed? Do you know the actual story behind how she's cursed, Zach? Or I, oh, I'm gonna Google it though. All right, so Gary, let's look at this while Zach is googling why Annabelle is cursed. <laughs> you you good okay. over there, brother? Yeah, just it's that post workout food. <laughs> What what could cause Annabelle to be cursed, my man? And I think I know what that that chime is, so I'm gonna check. I'm gonna try fixing that real quick. Go ahead, tell us what you think. I'm waiting for you, brother. Oh, um, I don't know. I don't know if it was like maybe a a kid owned it and then that kid died. I don't fucking know. I have no idea. Or whoever created that specific doll put a hex on it or some shit. I really have no idea. Right. So. What I can find on Google, it says, um, back in 1971, a student nurse was given the doll. Um, they said that they started noticing like weird things happening in their apartment. Um, things were being moved around. Uh, crown written on the floor, like messages on the floor being written in like little kids' handwriting. But um, they had a psychic medium tell the student that the doll was. Uh, Cursed or well, possessed by a spirit of a deceased girl named Annabelle. But the Warrens that have the doll said that when they say that it's a deceased child, it's usually just something demonic pretending to be a child because they're trying to bounce from one item to a larger, like. It's not like something real, like a human. That's Chucky. Right. That's the plot right. to Chucky. <laughs> that is the plot to Chucky, actually. Well, I mean, <laughs> what it says. <clears throat> All, right. Uh, All right. Maybe, that, maybe that's how Chucky got inspired was the Annabelle doll. Maybe, yeah, very maybe. possible, huh? I mean, what does everybody <laughs> in the chat think? Do y'all think that uh, Chucky was inspired by the Annabelle doll? Let us know down there in your comments below. I've watched all the Annabelle watch. movies. There's movies. There is movies, apparently. Yeah, always teen over on TikTok saying there's some movies. Yeah, and Mark wouldn't know anything about that because he doesn't. No, watch. he wouldn't. Well, if they're old. I probably would never watch them, anyways. Let's not get back exactly. into my movie talk, boys. Chucky was voodoo. Oh, uh, Nuclea over there and says Chucky was voodoo. Uh, <laughs> everybody, everybody's razzing me on my movie theory. You know, you, all you all just need to chill on my movie theory, okay? Nope. Nope. 
Never. Well, that shit is never dying. Let's move on up my OG uh, micro penis. <laughs> my father has a weird doll. He's always fucking it. Oh, dear God. Really? I'm done. I'm done with the internet today. I got to stop reading comments oh, out loud. Man. I need to start proofreading comments before we go any further. Dear God. OG, love it, my man. I love it. You got me. That, that was good. You are a Yes, OG. You got me, OG. You got me, my man. All right, moving forward on to this next item. He said it's like a lifelike group. Yeah, Burt Reynolds. (laughs) Uh, Oh, man. His father must love that uh, Brokeback Mountain movie then. (laughs) (laughs) Smokey and the Bandit, baby. Smokey and the Bandit, Burt. All right, let's move it on. Myrtle's Plantation Mirror. The antique mirror is said to hold the trapped spirits of the Myrtle Plantation's former residents. Ghostly handprints and apparitions are often seen in the reflection, and some believe it's a portal to the spirit world. Shut up, Zach. Uh, (laughs) How can a mirror hold the spirits of the deceased? And what does it say about the afterlife? Apparitions. Shut up. I'm a manor. Leave me alone. Gary? I've I've heard of the Myrtle Plantation. Well, I'm asking you a question, though, Zach. How can a mirror hold the spirits of the deceased? What does that say about the afterlife? A lot of paranormal groups say that mirrors work as a portal. Yeah, I've heard that. Okay. So that's the only thing I can really think of. Um, Because if you go into a haunted location and you see mirrors everywhere and there's a lot of activity, a lot of people usually say it's because mirrors act as portals and it basically brings shit in. So... But if the mirror has been there for as long as that plantation has been open and bad shit happened there, then that just makes it even worse for a portal. All right. Gary, what are your thoughts on that? You, or do you kind of agree with Zach? I just, I agree with Zach. Um, I don't, I. <laughs> can be like last week's. Yeah, right. I, uh, I, I've not, the only thing I've heard is that mirrors can be considered like a portal, but I've, I've, you know, and aside from what is it, the mirror, mirror on the wall thing? Like, I've bloody not Mary. heard. Oh, Bloody Mary, yes. I guess. It's like, Bloody Mary, man. I don't know. I've just not heard very many things about mirrors being like uh, cursed or whatever. Or I don't know. So, yeah, because I remember doing Bloody Mary as a kid. I, I'm not sure if y'all remember that, like when you're in school or whatever, you had friends over, y'all go and shut the bathroom door and make Isn't sure. Isn't there another off. one too? It's yeah, like yeah. Bloody, Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary, like I think it's like 50 times and then come back out. Yeah, they said that there was a Bloody Mary one and then Candyman, I think, was the other one. Candyman? Yeah, I never heard of Candyman. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. All right. Yeah. The mayor at the police station talked to me a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet that that mirror at the police station, right? That is a very nosy mirror, man. That that is OG. You're you're awesome, man. I appreciate the comments down there. Yeah. So the the mirror at the police station. I guess that would be one hell of a haunted mirror, though, right? That mirror can get you in a lot of trouble, man. That mirror has seen some things. That mirror has definitely. That mirror has seen and heard some (laughs) things that should have never been heard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, mirrors are mirrors are cool. I like mirrors. I have. Right. A lot of them. I mean, what would you, what would you do if you were like just sitting there brushing your teeth one day, nobody else in your house, and, and as you look up your mirror, you see the shadowy figure right over your right shoulder just coming into the mirror? I would lose my shit because my bathroom's pretty small. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, at least at least the toilets are there in case you shit your pants. Uh, that <laughs> is that is true. That is, don't have to go very far. <laughs> I mean, how would you handle it, Zach? Would it freak you out, or would you try talking to it? Um, it depends how creepy it looks. But I'd probably just fucking freak out and run away anyway because that'd be the most random shit in the world. <laughs> I got people over in the chat saying I would pray, uh, like turn around and start throwing hands. <laughs> yeah, I, right. I mean, that that would be very freaking creepy though. Think about that, especially like if you already kind of got that heebie-jeebie sometimes in a place where you live where your hair just stands up on your arm and shit like that already, and you had that sense of like something's been watching you, and then. You're brushing along, and all of a sudden, this black shadow figure is just behind do you, ever, you. Do you ever uh, attack the ghost in the shower? I have never attacked a ghost in the shower. Have you? <laughs> so, like, if like, is it you have the thing closed, right? The shower curtain closed, and it's like everyone always gets like suspicious. So you just sock it really hard. If there's anybody, anybody in there, anything in there, you fucking. Yeah, I don't know why, <laughs> dude. I don't know why I do this, but every time I go to someone's house and I go into their bathroom to piss, I always you gotta look right. Like, Shower, bro. Like, <laughs> yeah, gotta do it. Like, you gotta make like sure no one's in there. <laughs> Dude, always, always, no matter where I'm at, I'm just like, okay. <laughs> so, OG, I love your comment, man. I'm not reading that one out loud. Uh, Lynn, bro, I'll come a shower demon tripping one day. What? <laughs> oh, dear God. Y'all are killing me. All right, let's move on to the next one. The di- Dibuke Box. Or Dibuke box. It's D Y B B U K. The the Dibuke box, a wine cabinet with dark origins, is believed to contain a malevolent Jewish spirit. Its previous owners have experienced health issues, nightmares, <coughs> and airy <coughs> phenomena. Uh, so let me read the description one more time for those who did not hear me first. The Dibuke box is a wine cabinet with a dark origins. It is believed to contain a malevolent. Mel- am I saying that right, gentlemen? A malevolent Jewish spirit. Its previous owners have experienced health issues, nightmares, and airy phenomena. What do you think about the concept of a dibuke, a malicious spirit from Jewish folklore, attaching itself to an object? Can objects hold the energy of past traumatic events? I mean, maybe. Gary, I've never, I've never heard of this item that you're talking about, though. So, well, I, that's fine. You never heard of the item, but when you when you think of stuff, so we've talked about dolls, right? We've talked about creepy dolls. So, say I don't know, just say some grumpy ass old man <coughs> had a nice um, cigar box, and it got lost over the years, and finally another family got it. Do you think that spirit of that grumpy old man could be passed on through that cigar box and start haunting whoever has it? I mean, it's possible because I mean, did I've, that box kill him? The box will say did not kill him, but he died as an old man, no loved ones around, and we'll just say he had unanswered. Because they say like when you die, right? The only way you kind of stay in this physical earth as a spirit is if you don't have closure on something, right? That's typically why you stay behind because there wasn't some type of closure, and that's why you're trapped here and you can't cross over. Mm-hmm. And that's I mean, why so many spirits get rarely evil and stuff like that and piss <coughs> off because they don't know why they're still here. So now they're like, fuck it. I'm going to start screwing with these people. Hmm. Well, what are you guys' thoughts? You guys are very quiet on this question. I mean, I think it's possible because, I mean, when my, for instance, like when my dad died, we moved a bunch of shit to my mom's house and some weird shit was happening there. They would start hearing noises and stuff. And my dad didn't even die there. So, I mean, 
That makes sense. I mean, like I said, my, when my grandfather passed, I remember they're all having drinks after his funeral at the, my grandma, the grandmother's house. And the blind, the shades that was over by the kitchen window literally came up and fell down on the sink, which was kind of cool. We all, on we dad's all side? Uh, no, on my mother's side. Mm. Yeah, no, I think uh, you and I were in California when our grandparents passed away on dad's side. Yeah. Um, OG, my mother is a Jewish relic, and if she haunted an object, it would just insult people's insecurity. <laughs> Dear God. OG, you are just full of it. All right, I'm liking OG a little bit. OG, I got to be careful when I read your shit, but I'm liking you down there, OG. And I'm, and I'm, my room is haunted. Oh, I guess Lynn is saying her room is haunted. Oh, Lynn. So it's like, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like it's, if, if the, if a person died like in a house, right. Right. Like, and there's that or was murdered in the house or whatever. And there's that negative energy or unresolved energy. Then it would, I assume according to all the bullshit that I've watched online, that it would stay at that house. Right. Right. But then I guess it could be attached. Like if that person played a guitar, you know, and it was like their favorite guitar ever or whatever, like, I guess maybe, they could be tied to that object. All right. So we're, we're all in an agreement that a spirit, whether good or bad, can a kind of a possibility attached to. See, this is when I really wish we had like someone who actually did ghost hunting or whatever in our pod. Like that would be phenomenal. They'd probably be able to answer half of these questions for us. Right. But listen, we're just like the three stooges over here doing a podcast about like uh, some haunted shit and some cursed stuff. So we're going to move forward here with the next one. The Haunted Painting of the Anguished Man. Ooh. The chilling artwork created by an anonymous artist who mixed his own blood into the paint is said to be cursed. It's believed to be haunted by the tortured soul of the painter and those who have possessed it and have reported terrifying <laughs> nightmares. Can art truly capture the essence of a person's suffering? And if so, what happens when that art is cursed? I literally just heard about this the other day. Did you really? Yeah. Well, tell us like what you before, heard. Before we, no, exactly what you just read. Okay. Like I saw the painting and it's like, a, is there an image there? Do you have an image? On I that do not one? have an image, no. So it's basically just like a like a, a face with like, you know, dark kind of eyes and the mouth is like, ah, uh, and it's just like, it's red. The guy painted it with his blood and it's oxidized and like. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's kind of like the same thing as um, putting a hex on some shit or whatever, right? It's like, especially if you're... <laughs> I gotta pull... Gary, pull that up on the screen for me real, real quickly. Go to the comment section and pull that up on the screen. <laughs> Just for a second. <laughs> Just for a second. Pull that up on the screen. Oh, man. Y'all see that TikTok? <laughs> It's a gift that keeps on giving. It is. It is. Could you imagine? I mean, number one, the guy's got to be sick and demented to paint. Oh, just tell me it's not bedtime. Uh, the guy's got to be sick and demented, number one, to go ahead and paint with his own blood on a painting. There's a pro skater who did it. Really? He's an artist, and he does graphics on boards, and he created a handful of graphics that were with his own blood. Dude. Wow. And I wouldn't say he's sick and demented, but he's definitely a an interesting human being. You kind of have like you got to be a little off. You got to be off to sit there and make a painting with your own blood. Yeah, 
Right? Is it Caitlin asked, isn't that kind of like sack? I'm not sure if that'd be kind of like sack. Yeah, right? That's what I'm that's what I'm saying. It's like a hex or some sort of sacrifice or whatever it is. Like right. yeah, that's an interesting Someone but says, yeah, I just heard about that painting. They heard, oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The people who have that painting, who have had it up on their wall, they've heard things while it's been like on display in their house. Really, creepy looking painting too. I have to look up that painting when I'm done. So uh, someone says, yeah. "Kiss put blood <laughs> into the ink of a comic book." Uh that wouldn't that that's sounds about right for Kiss. Lynn says that's what I used to draw with my mom's lipstick when I was little. Y'all are coming up with some creepy stuff, man. I, I, I don't know where this podcast is going. I'm afraid to read these comments. Bro. These are, man. Y'all got me creeped out right now. Next, they'll be making pinky rings with... Oh, dear. Nope. Stopping it right there. Stopping on that comment right there. I'm moving They already forward. do, OG. Where, they where, already do. Where is OG commenting from, by the way? Because I'm only seeing the comments. Twitch. Twitch. Oh, fantastic. All right. I appreciate you in here, OG. We're going to move on to... Uh, the Robert doll. All right. Robert the doll is a life-sized. Oh, hey, maybe this is that OG hey, thing, right? Burt Reynolds. Right? <laughs> Robert the doll is a life-sized, creepy-looking doll that is said to be possessed by the spirit of a boy named Robert Eugene Otto. It has been known to move on its own, change expressions, and even cause misfortune to those who disrespect it. Can objects become vessels for human spirits? And if so, how can they exhibit paranormal behavior? And is it possible? Well, I think we've already kind of answered that. It was, if it was possible for a doll to be cursed. But if it can contain a human spirit, how can it exhibit paranormal behavior? That would be a good question. So a life-size doll, Robert, can cause some serious shit and change of expression. When I when I hear that, number one, I think of Toy Story, which is sweet and innocent because you got little Woody there. And Woody is an innocent doll. Imagine if Woody went evil. Yeah, you'd fuck people up, bro. I love it. Whoever's sending those sounds, thank y'all for those sounds. I don't know what they are, but whatever it is, something's happening. <laughs> I keep hearing them. I don't know what it is. I um, think you're, bro. Y'all are not hearing the chime. I have my TikTok down, so I don't hear anything. Okay. All right. Well, that's interesting. But anyways, the doll. All right. The, even the chat saying they all hear it. So the could you imagine a life-size doll? Uh, it could be Twitch. Zach. Yeah. If your blow-up started looking at you funny and changing her expression, would it creep you out? Fuck no. I'd be excited that she's alive. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I had I had to ask Zach, you know, I had to ask you. The only single guy out here right now, so we had to ask you. Um, all right, so so Zach would like it if his doll changed her her looks. Okay, gotcha, Zach. <laughs> I hope we get a clip of that question. All right, we're gonna move forward now with the next one here. Uh, the Bell Witch's haunting. All right, the Witch's haunting Bell. The Bell Witch. One of the most famous poltergeist cases in American history allegedly had a cursed bell. It was used to communicate with the entity, entity and is said to ring on its own, even centuries later. Do you think it's possible for objects to retain a connection to supernatural entities, which we've already answered that, 
what could cause the bell to ring on its own? If it ain't supernatural, is there anything else that could possibly cause that bell to ring on its own? If it's unexplainable, do we consider that to be a supernatural or a weird phenomenon? Well, I mean, if whoever died owned that bell and they're always used to ringing it, that could also be why, because they're just so used to always, they're so used to always doing that same routine, like ringing the bell or whatever. So, I mean, they could be just attached to the item. All right. Uh, OG says temperature changes. My wife is saying some type of magnetic or a magnetism. Gary, your thoughts. I'm just going to check something real quick while y'all talking. Yeah. I mean, if it's ringing and there ain't no explained reason to me, that would be kind of paranormal. <laughs> I would, t I would chop that up as a paranormal activity. Okay. What kind of bell is it? Is it like a, uh, it doesn't, it doesn't say my guess is it might be one of those. If it's the witch's like bell the service bell, or I'm something. guessing it's probably, it's gotta be like a service oh. bell. Yeah. Like one of those little handheld bells that you see like a oh, salvation that, army. <laughs> no, Zach's used to that, right? <laughs> yeah, right? Zach's used to that. Zach's got that yeah. shake weight action. Zach, going Zach can shake it. Good. Shake that Zach. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Myers I'm definitely not ghosting you uh, Michael Myers says I ring the bell we see you down there Michael Myers we're watching you and you also Michael torture Myers your city not ring the bell you just sit there and stare creepily right <laughs> but that would be creepy if you're just going on chilling creepy. and the fucking bell rings right could you well I mean you had an incident like that with change falling down when yeah. that car accident happened yeah. so it's weird how certain things can happen uh, we'll go more into like some of the, our, our personal <coughs> stories here as we get through the, through the uh, podcast here. Um, well, let's go on to the haunted mirror of Bellhurst castle. Oh, it's another mirror. See mirrors, right? man. Mirrors seem to be a big one, huh. man. The oh. antique mirror and the Bellhurst castle is rumored to be cursed with a, spe Ooh, a spectral faces appearing in its reflection. Those who have gazed into it claim to see disturbing images of the past. Mirrors often have a mysterious aurora. What would make a mirror hold such an airy apparition? Go ahead and laugh now, you fuckers. Airy apparitions and link them to the past. Go ahead, laugh me up. I'm a fucking main through and through. I'm gonna I'm gonna have bad speech impediments, okay? Anyways, the mirror, you look into a damn mirror and you see horror of the past. Could you imagine looking into a mirror? And possibly seeing like a murder happening, a bru a brutal, gruesome murder happening in front of your own eyes. I would not eat those mushrooms again. Yeah. <laughs> I would not eat those. <laughs> so, so, so you calling these people fake? I'm, uh, I, I wouldn't say they're fake, but like I said before, mirrors act as portals in the paranormal world. So. Right, Tina, I agree with you, Zach. So you know what? I think I seriously want to go to Salvation Army or go to one of these secondhand shops. I want to buy the oldest mirror they have and bring it home. My wife is not going to like that I just said that, but I think that would be really <laughs> cool to go go to one of these places or go to an, an estate sale and find yep, the oldest go mirror. Like antique shop. Yeah, an yeah, antique shop and that's buy one of the mirrors. That's... No, see, what you got to do is buy an antique mirror. And put it on your wife's side of the bed. Yes, exactly. I'll put it right on her side of the bed. It'll be perfect. Matter of fact, I'll put it on the back wall so the mirror is right there directly behind her. Yeah. She's so going to kill me. Um, but <laughs> she, already, she already messaged me and says, nope, you ain't bringing it to my house. <laughs> 
Oh man. Uh, you choose the the mirror or Randonautica. You have to choose one. Right. Is it the mirror or is it Randonautica? Yeah, right. She'll say neither. Hmm. <laughs> Gary's like, uh. All right. So in that case, Zach, we got you already got to sleep at night in a haunted hotel. Gary, we're going to have to get you to buy a, an old ass mirror. You live in Portland, Oregon. That's I do have an old mirror. It's in our room actually. (laughs) Do you? Yeah. We bought our, we, no, we haven't had anything weird happen, but we did buy a super old mirror. When we first moved up here, we bought a, we bought a uh, dining room table and some, some chairs and they're vintage. They're really old. Like we double checked them. They have like, you know, back in the day when they made shit, they would put like a, I guess it'd be like a label, but it'd be like a, uh, um, what's the stuff on those chairs that we bought? Like the chairs have those like little labels that's like bratted on there. And not embroidery. Is it embroidery? Like a hallmark or something? You know when you buy something and they got like a piece of metal and it's like, it was made by this maker? Yeah. So... They're, they're old. They have those on there. And then the guy was like, I have this really old mirror that I'm not going to use. So Embossed. You... Okay, yeah. And um, so he gave us a mirror. Nice. Yeah, so we have a big, heavy, old mirror that's in our room. Very nice. nice. I, I, think... probably, I fucked with him and he knew what it was. He's like, oh, by the way. Right, yeah, this? here, you're going to take <laughs> this off my hands? I think you need to get a Ouija board and put it over by and play no, it. No, no, I'm not fucking around with one of those. No, but... no, come on now. No, no. All right. No. How about a little Randonautica next to it? Uh, I mean, I'm not down for that shit. <laughs> Uh, let's let's move on to the next one. I've got the cursed ruby slippers. Uh oh. Right, I'm thinking of Wizard of Oz when I'm thinking of this. The iconic ruby slip. Oh, it is too. The iconic ruby slippers from the Wizard of Oz has a dark history. Stolen and recovered, they are believed to be cursed, uh, causing tragedies and misfortune to those who come into possession of them. How can a pair of movie props carry a curse? And what does it reveal about the power of symbolism in pop culture? See, but which ones? Because in the movie The Wizard of Oz, they used multiple pairs of the ruby slippers. Ooh, Ooh fun fact. Zach knows some knowledge, y'all. I don't know. Wasn't it in The Wizard of Oz too? Didn't uh, one of the munchkins uh, hang themselves? No, that was, yeah, that was the, so the original, so before they like redid it and like, you know, made it newer. Right. The original, original one when it first came out, like what, 1932 or whatever the fuck it was. Yep. Yeah. So, um, and the original one, you can actually see what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> I'm <laughs> touching the thing that's behind me. Everybody's telling me there's something behind man, me. Man, you must be on shrooms tonight. God, man, man. Yeah. Just, just name, keep man. talking. <clears throat> keep talking. I'm going to touch. But, my uh, so in the, the original one, you could like, as they're running th- or skipping through the forest, you can see a little figure that's like just dangling back and forth. And you can see the rope all the way up to the tree and like the knot of the rope and stuff like that. But in the newer one that they remastered, they put like big ass birds in the background. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what the hell he was doing out there. Yeah, Mark is straight up losing it, right? Uh, you know, I got to lose it once in a while. <clears throat> Michael Myers asked if you meant the big bird. No, the big bird was in the remastered one. Big bird was they, in the remastered one. All right. The remastered version. If you go to YouTube, you can see all of it. Yep. 
Damn, more dolls, more dolls. I had to give Judy hugs to get her to even act correctly, Kaylin says. Zach is spitting facts. Zach, Courtney says you are spitting facts. Goddamn right. Right? And we're going to hear my door chime. Thank you, son. My son bring me money. I love it when he pays me. <laughs> All right, we're going to move on to our next one here. The Haunted Island of Dolls. Oh, I've seen this on Ghost Adventures. Uh, oh, boy. What the hell? Zockley Milko, Mexico. I have so butchered that. I can almost <laughs> guarantee I have just butchered that name. Um, is home to an eerie island filled with thousands of dolls hanging from trees. It's believed to be haunted by the spirit of a little girl who drowned there. And the dolls are her toys. What is the psychological impact of visiting a place like the Island of Dolls? And what does it say about the relationship with the supernatural? I've heard of this. I've, well, I've seen episodes of uh, Ghost Adventures when they go to that island, and it's fucking creepy as shit. Is it? Is it like, <laughs> like are they old-ass dolls hanging from a tree? They're like, like old-ass dolls that you can tell that have been there for like ever, and the episode that I watched, they were there, and they had like a camera pointing at this little shack that they have a bunch of haunted dolls or possessed dolls inside the shack and stuff like that. And like a bunch of them started like talking and stuff like that. Like their voices, like their voice boxes that haven't worked in years, like batteries went out and everything started going like off and like they were talking to each other and shit and they freaked the fuck out. Really? So how old would you say the dolls were from? Cause I've never seen the episode. Are they like, is this something like a new Island of dolls or would you say they've been there for like, we'll say, well, she has bad, they have batteries, right? The dolls have batteries. You said it's like one of those dolls, like where you pull like a string. Oh, okay. The string cord. Yep. Yeah. Oh man. But like, I think they're, they were talking about when they heard the ones go off that it was impossible for that to ever happen because they've been there for like years. So I I think I would visit that. I'd visit that just like I'd visit the forest of Blair Witch. Oh, I want to go camping there. You want to go camping? That would be probably a fun little camping trip. Gary, would you go camping at Blair Witch? I don't know. I uh, I just I just heard a uh, a story about camping that was trippy as fuck. Some at that guy location? Ha- no, it was actually on the Pacific Northwest Trail. Please and, talk about um, it. So it was a long trail. It's a long trail. Usually, it takes about a week or so um, to hike it. This guy was hiking it, and he brought a couple of like regular 35 millimeter disposable cameras. Didn't see one person for the entire week he was hiking. So he's hiking, he's camping and hiking, camping, etc. So he gets done with the hike, and uh, he goes and gets all of the photos developed. And he's looking at the photos, and the photos are like great, you know, just fucking middle of nature, pure nature. And then he's by himself. For a week. And one of the photos in this stack of photos is of him sleeping in his tent. That's creepy. Yeah, that's that could be a little so creepy. Somebody opened the tent, took the camera, took a photo, put the camera back while he was asleep. Dude. Yeah, that, that would so, be... Yeah, that, I don't know. Camping might be cool, but... 
um, you know, I want really good flashlights and probably a PP. Just to, just to, a little, little alarm on your tent door, just in case your tent door just opens up. A little off. bell or something, you know, bring a dog. I mean, is that like that one rule there with the, that one um, time we talked about the lady uh, who was sleeping and her hand was down and she thought it was a dog licking her hand. <laughs> and when she woke up, her dog was deceased. Yeah. Oh, wait, no. Why did I say it was a guy? I'm thinking of something else you said. Do you remember that one, Gary? I thought it was a guy, too. Why? Why? What? Yeah, I thought you said it was like a guy. Like No, it was an old lady. I never said a guy. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like an old lady was sleeping, and she thought her dog was licking her hand, and she woke up and... F- Saw her dog deceased. Is this uh you remember something different about this, Zach, right? Yeah. This is I not the Mandela that. effect, guys. I'm telling you. I was just you. thinking, are we having a Mandela effect? Yeah, I, if you are. <laughs> so I, the, what I remember is you were saying there was like a note or something about a guy that was licking her hand or something, right? It, was, it ended up being a guy that licked her hand. It was never her dog, but her dog was deceased when she woke up. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. So, so it's it not a, a guy Mandela effect. Yes. Myers Michael Myers says it was him. Hey, hey, hey. All right, so let's move on to this next one over here. Oh, Zach is going to walk away for a minute. But yeah, so, all right, so the Hope Diamond. Can you hear me, Zach? Okay. The Hope Diamond is a breathtaking blue gem known for its immense beauty and immense curse. Many of its owners have met tragic fates, leading to the belief that it brings misfortune. Can a beautiful gemstone really be cursed, or is it a case of superstition and coincidence? And what are your thoughts on the concept? Well, we've already talked about cursed objects. So could that be a coincidence and superstition? Which one do you guys think it is on a gem? Hello, Myers. I would say coincidence on that one. I don't know. But I guess it's a gem, so maybe it could have some, some bad juju tied to it, depending on how it was obtained. Right, it could. Now, I don't think Zach's going to speak now because his his new uh, facial. He's muted himself. Has scorned woman. Oh, my wife says maybe a scorned woman has cursed it. That is true. That is very true. A scorned woman could have torched a diamond. I mean, cursed a diamond. I said torch. Y'all didn't catch on to that one. You can torch it all you want. You can torch it. Nothing's going to happen to that diamond. All right, let's move on here. Folks, we are going to the haunted wedding dress of Anna Baker. Anna Baker's wedding dress on display at the Baker Mansion in Pennsylvania is said to be haunted by her ghost. It's believed that she died before her wedding and her spirit remains attached to the dress. Uh, Once again, the question is kind of what we already answered. How can a dress become a vessel for a spirit? And what does it mean for the concept of residual energy and attachment to objects? Hmm. I guess once again, it goes back to passing away with unanswered questions and dying without really having that closure. So now you're stuck in between the crossing and our world still. Uh, I mean, like Zach, I mean, poor Zach. I know Zach's going to be out here haunting us when he passes. Zach's got a lot of unfinished, uh, unfinished business out there. You better believe it. And like my wife says, she has unfinished business. Maybe, maybe I don't know when this wedding was supposed to be, but maybe Anna Baker's husband or fiance is still alive, 
and she's waiting for him to croak so they can get married in the afterlife. Hmm. I'm just saying that could be that. I don't know who muted Michael Myers. Was that you, Zach? Mm-mm. No. All right, let's go on to the next one. The Bassano Vase, a intricately designed 15th century Italian artifact, is known as the Vase of Death. Legend has it that all previous owners met untimely deaths under the mysterious circumstances. How can a vase be tied to death? And is it purely coincidental or is something more sinister at play? So we've talked about ghosts. In a scenario like this, I guess you would talk about um, not really a demon, but a possessed, maybe a demon, because do demons exist too? Is it just ghosts, like bad ghosts? Or do you think a demon would exist and a demon could be attached to an item to cause death? Because I'm a believer in ghosts. I'm a believer in afterlife, but I'm not sure if I'm a believer in demons. Yes, my love, it is. But you believe in people who can talk to the dead. You don't believe in... Yes, I believe in that people can talk to the dead, yes. I believe in psychic mediums. I don't. Okay, but Zach, you believe in spirits... Because uh, I've had ghostly like experiences myself. Okay, so but yeah, you can believe in spirits, but you can't believe that there's somebody that can actually talk to the spirits. Nah, that's interesting. Why? I'm the same way. All right, so you believe in ghosts too, but so all right, so if you can believe in ghosts, why don't you believe that somebody's mind? Because our minds, we're not even using like what. Normal, okay, so hear like me out on this. I'll, ex- I'll, I'll explain. Right, I'll explain, explain my position. Explain on this. your position. Let's go. There might be point zero 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 one percent of people in existence that could do that. So that means like maybe one person alive right now can actually do that. The amount of fucking dipshits that are on TikTok and on the web and <laughs> giving you eight hundred numbers that can that claim that they are in tune with the dead and they talk to the dead and your uncle whose name started with F or whatever, like, no, I'm not, I'm just not buying it. Like there's too many people out there that know how to play that game to make it seem like if you look at a magician, right, that's sleight of hand and it's really convincing that they're doing magic, but they're not right. So there's, There's the same thing when it comes to these people who know how to set triggers and read your reaction. And they could say, you know, you have an aunt that died 32 years ago. Oh, no, I'm 26 years ago. Uh, And they're like looking for a reaction out of you. And like everybody has a tell. And once you understand how to read that tell, you can play off of that. And then all of a sudden you're a psychic medium. Like, I just, I'm sorry, like, there's, it's, it's such a small number of humans that have ever existed that could do that, I think. Okay. And I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to come back with you guys with some questions, but Zach, I would love to hear your answer. Why don't you believe in psychics or mediums? 
because I haven't experienced anyone do it yet. So I have to, you know, experience it to believe it. Yeah. Okay. So let me ask you guys this, and Gary, for you, for someone who's so hard up on this, then how do you explain some of these uh, psychic medium, psychic mediums that can go out and help assist police in finding uh, someone who has uh, been murdered and find their body? I think they're an amazing detective. I think they are amazing detectives, and they pay attention to things that the police don't. Because if you're a cop, you're you're desensitized to a lot of things, right? So. If you take somebody who's an engineer and you put them in a role that, or I'm sorry, if you take somebody who's not an engineer and you put them in a role of an engineer, they might come up with other creative things that the engineer who's assigned you a task wouldn't have thought of. Because when you're, when you're trained to think a certain way, you're pretty rigid, right? And then if you bring somebody in who's like highly intelligent, but they are not as rigid in their thinking as somebody in a particular field, they're going to analyze data differently. All right. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with the chat. I I agree to a certain step. I also disagree. I do believe that there are people out there that are gifted. I do believe there are gifted people out there. You know, do I believe that some out there fake and using people? Of course. The vast Every, majority. The I believe that. I, believe this. I don't believe, I, I would have to disagree with you. I, I think there truly are. And I, once again, I've said it before on the show, I would love to invite any psychics or any mediums that are out there. If you hear this on a clip later on on TikTok or YouTube, and you are willing to come on my show, I would love to have you on my show so we can turn my brother into more of a believer. It will um, happen. You don't think it would happen? Okay. Uh, just like Courtney says, they aren't given any access to all the info the cops have or given any kind of info. I don't buy it. You don't buy it? All right. I don't buy it. All right. So Gary's, Gary's a legit non-believer. If they contact you, right? No, I definitely won't give them any information. If I do get contacted, yeah, so like, they're not going to give I can tell the future. And then you call them. Like, why don't you already have me on your schedule, bro? Like, should have knew I was calling you. What's the fucking fortune numbers for tonight's lottery? Like, I mean, if you can tell the future, you should be fucking a precog. Okay, like- so future, I agree with you on the future, but I'm talking about people that can talk with the past, past loved ones who have passed away with a message that needs to be sent to you that you need to hear. Everybody who's lost somebody is hurting because of the loss of that person. And if I tell you that that person loved you dearly and they had a message for you, you're going to believe. And like you can word shit in a way that it's just, it, it'll apply to anything in, in anybody's life. Like they missed one of your birthdays and they are so sorry, you know, it's just, ah. All right, so let's say Kaylin Dine says she's an empath. If I remember correctly, someone who's an empath can, they have a certain feeling, they can feel like a negative energy in a room or they can feel positive energy. Bro, uh, do, I have a really believe- good gut feeling too. So maybe you're but an I'm empath. Not an, I don't call myself an empath. I don't know. Like I can tell you some stuff off air that I'm going through right now where my gut so far has been right 100%. And I'll tell you off air. Okay. Yeah, but right. it's it's a gut feeling. But you know where my gut feeling comes from? 20 years of being on the phone in sales, and now I just have a, a knack on reading situations. 
Uh, and I could tell within a 30-minute conversation how something is going to go. All right, so my wife's just sitting there. Uh, yeah, I see. I don't believe in psychics with the future. Evidential medium is different. Different, she says. Evidential mediums are different. Whatever. Uh, why do you think I was drawn to this page? People have a good... In I appreciate that, Courtney. All right, y'all. We're going to move on. We, we've had a pretty good discussion. That was a good one. That was uh, that all came out from what? The Bassano vase. See, the Bassano vase was already causing us to try to rip each other's heads off. The vase is working. It's mysterious works to us through here. All right, let's move on to the next one. <laughs> um, the hands resist him painting. The eerie painting depicts a young boy in a life-size doll standing in front of a glass door. The artist claims it's a portal. And those who have owned it have reported feeling watched and experiencing paranormal events. Can a piece of art truly serve as a portal to another dimension? We've already talked about mirrors, but do you think art can be a portal? Mm, I don't know. I never heard of anything about art being a portal before. The only thing I've really ever heard was mirrors or like... There was one, I forget where the place was at, um, on this ghost uh, shit I was watching, but like deep assholes, <laughs> assholes. Deep assholes, gotcha. <laughs> deep assholes Zach's going into. He's like, deep hey. assholes. All right, we're going. All right, Zach. Tell Elbow us, deep. Tell all, us right, all about go, that Zach. single life, Zach. All right, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> But no, there's this one place they went to, and then uh, out in this barn, there's just a really, really deep hole into the ground. And it was the most haunted place on the property besides the actual building. And they were talking about how that could have been a portal from like hell because it was just a random ass hole. All right. Yeah, so I always <laughs> teen it down there saying mirrors and, and water, Zach. I mean, Zach, I understand you, you, you want to see some assholes later, but can we save that for off air, Zach? Yeah. 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 I mean, we, we've got photos of you and Sully. That's a different up. podcast, Zach. Yeah, that's a, definitely a different podcast. That <laughs> one's going to be non-social media podcast, Zach. <laughs> you got to subscribe uh, to the private pages for that one. Yeah, that, that one's uh, on <laughs> Zach's OF page. Uh, I thought this was going to be about cursed places and things. I, you know, I, I, it is, it is cursed. I don't, I don't know. Like these are cursed items. I'm, I'm trying to get there. Uh, no, don't put him in the same category as Sully. Art can go back to the artist putting his emotions and stuff into their arts. Yeah. All right. So Courtney, I get that. So Courtney is saying that an item could be possessed and stuff like that due to the artist, which we kind of talked about the artist that uses his own blood on the painting. Yeah. I was going to say the painting could be like a, an insight into the, twisted mind of an artist or whatever. Right. And show if they were possessed or if they had some like darkness to them. All right. So, yeah, I mean, I asked for cursed. It's so hard to find cursed, cursed items. I mean, hold on. Let me see here. I did save some stuff. However, in a browser, TikTok. I'm sorry. You're going to see some. Let me go to the browser real quick. Let's go to a browser real quick and see what this is going to pull up for me. I had some links saved up that uh, we'll, we'll take a look over here on these. So cursed places are essentially haunted locations, right? Yeah, it's haunted locations. Yeah. That's pretty much what it is. Um, yeah. let, me, let me pull this up real quick. TikTok, if I lag out on y'all, I'm sorry. I'm going to pull up a link real quick. Uh, 
being willing to get there. I'm sorry. I'm not sure what my wife just said there. Dear, you might want to look at your text. I'm not sure what that is. All right. Uh, let's go with six places with a curse. I, I wonder if this is the one with the zoo. The zoo? Yes, there was a zoo. Let me find the one with the zoo first. There's a zoo that's actually cursed. Right, right. So I got some that I saved. Actually, funny, the Anguish Man, Annabelle Doll was all there. So, so I guess we are on cursed items. It's just um, places in America that are said to be cursed. Okay, here we go. So we got uh, Sleepy Hollow. The tale of the Headless Horseman has been an integral part of the American narrative since Washington Irving Pan. The legend of Sleepy Hollow. In 1820, the quiet New York town is in some ways built upon the Gothic story and the contents of the legend uh, live uh, have in intermeshed with the town's actual history. Though it's originally written as fiction, people still try to find a glimpse of the apparitions or apparitions said to plague the town. So Sleepy Hollow. See, that's not a curse, but that's a haunted. So are curses really just haunted places with a story? Uh, because then I have Fenway Park. Uh, Babe Ruth oh. made his name playing for the Yankees, but he was a Red Sox player first. When the Sox sent him off to play for the Yankees, the boys in the pinstripes went to win numerous world titles. While, Bo while Boston went on 86-year championship drought, they went from the most successful team in baseball to the least, says American history teacher and folklore author Zachary Lamoth. A series of ill-timed misfortunes that seem more than just bad luck plagued the team for 86 years, finally ending in 2004. The so-called curse of the Bambino is one of the most well-known curses in history. Hmm. I see. I'm not into sports, Zach. You're into sports. Have you ever heard of the Bambino curse? I'm not a big baseball fan. I mean, obviously, I know who Babe Ruth is, but I I never heard of the Bambino curse. All right, give me one second. I want to see. Um, I'm trying to pull. I would love to find that one for the uh, zoo. Because when I, uh, it was actually, it was a zoo, I believe, out your way, to be honest with you. The Columbus Zoo? I, I believe so. This is a zoo that's open 24 hours, so I may be wrong. Oh, yeah, that's the, there's no zoo here. It's open 24 hours. There's no zoo that, not 24 hours, that's free, I meant to say. It's a free zoo. Oh, that <laughs> that's a very different thing. Yeah. Yeah. There's not one that's free here. There's no free. I wonder I wonder if the zoo you're thinking of was the um the Tiger King zoo that he had. Very it could have been. Oh, let's see. All right. They filmed an episode of Ghost Adventures there too, because it was so fucking haunted. All right, well, I'll look yeah. that up in a quick second. I know that we do have the Saco River. Remember, I kept telling you guys about the Saco River in Maine. That shit almost killed me. <laughs> All right, so here we go. For years, Mainers wouldn't go near the So this is the Saco River. This is uh, right by us. Yes, the St. Louis Zoo, I believe, Terry. And I will pull that up here in just a second. I think Terry Ann just figured it out for us here. Uh, I will definitely look up the Akagara Forest. I will look that up as well. Uh, for years, Mainers wouldn't go near the Saka River because of an old Native American curse. The Saka, one of Maine's largest rivers, starts in the White Mountains and empties into the ocean at Bitterford Pool and Sokokas people. Uh, the Sokokas people live there near the mouth of the Saka. In 1631, 
English colonists began settling a town called Winter Harbor, later Sakomane, and the Sokokas Territory under the leadership of Great Sakum, Sakum Squandro. The native and the colonists lived side by side in peace. That peaceful coexistence ended in the summer of 1675, according to the legend. The Sokokas were summering on what is now Factory Island in the river. An English ship anchored in the mouth of the river. Three sailors decided to launch a rowboat and explore the island. There they found a squanderer's wife and infant son in a canoe. The sailors decided to test a belief that Indian babies were born knowing how to swim. They threw the baby into the river. According to one version of the story, Squandra's wife dove in to save the baby, but he died soon afterwards. According to another, both wife and child drowned. And according to a third, Squandra also lost his unborn baby in the tragedy. Give me one second as I move forward. Um, Squandra mourned for three days, and then he issued his curse. He commanded the spirits of the river to take the lives of three white men a year until they left the shores of the Saco. He also vowed revenge on the English. Squandra supposedly persuaded the Androscoggin tribe to attack Winter Harbor in opening blow of King Philip's War. For a century, Mainers wouldn't go near the river until three people had died that year. In 1947, the Maine Sunday Telegram declared the curse broken when no one died in the Saco River that year. So that's an interesting curse, right? Because I remember that when I was a kid and it was still taking lives. So I don't know if the curse just took a break and if curses can take a break. But I would be curious on that one. Uh, hmm. So yeah, that, that, that's the curse on us. I don't know. my wife. It's so hard for me to look on the web. That's why I've been doing AI generated stuff. My wife is teasing me because I'm doing AI stuff again, but. They, I guess the uh, the Guinness family curse. All right, Zach, you like to drink beer. Did you know the Guinness family is cursed? No. Let me go on to that one. Well, that's because they have shitty beer. <laughs> but you also want to hear something funny? I've never in my life drank Guinness. Really? Guinness is Don't. all right. Don't. Guinness is all right when I drink. It's horrible. Well, no, I take that back. Guinness. I've had Guinness when I did uh, – the only time I think I've ever drank Guinness is when I did an Irish car bomb. That was it. All right. <laughs> Wow, we got 223 people on our live stream right now, gentlemen. So the Guinnesses, one of Ireland's most accomplished clans and famous brewers of the Guinness beer brand, have had their share of bad luck throughout history of granted. Such a large family is bound to be in trouble from time to time in accordance with the law of averages. But with the Guinnesses, those misfortunes look like something out of a final destination plot. Let me keep going on this one. Arthur Guinness, the uh, patriarch and founder of the brewery, lost 10 of his 21 offspring while building his empire. After his death, other family members either became poor, insane, or alcoholics. It was during the Second World War that talk of Guinness' curse really took <laughs> off. Two prominent family members were killed, one by Jewish terrorists and then one during the battle just weeks before the war ended. In the aftermath of the war, a series of deaths ranging from suicides, car crashes, and freak accidents. One family member hit her head on the toilet seat and drowned in the bathtub while in the middle of a drug session. Gave further uh, credence to the curse. Even animals were not spared from the curse. As one of Ireland's most famous racehorses, the owner's mother was a Guinness, 
was abducted by the Irish Republican Army and never seen again. That's crazy. That's crazy. And that's the curse of the Guinness. Yeah, that's interesting. That's like a pretty, that's a lot of bad luck to happen to one family. Right. Does anybody watch wrestling here? Yeah. Like WWF wrestling? Like WWF, WWE, that type of wrestling? Anyway, here's something funny, Mark. I'm actually going to one in three weeks and I'm front row. Fantastic. No way. Yeah, dude. I've been on, on camera the whole time. So let me ask you, have you ever heard of the Von Eric curse? It sounds familiar. All right, let me go into this. So it's the Von Eric curse. Uh, the world of pro wrestling has had its fair share of tragedies. Aside from the usual high number of injuries, the cause of which is readily apparent, we often hear about sad incidents of wrestlers and their untimely deaths. The most recent being Eddie uh, Guerrero's. Is that how you pronounce his name? Eddie Guerrero. Yeah. Eddie Guerrero collapsed inside of a hotel room due to a heart failure and Chris Benoit's uh, double murder suicide of his wife and son. Yet even these depressing cases pale in a comparison to the so-called curse of the Von Eric wrestling family. Dubbed the Kennedys of wrestling world in the 1980s, the Von Erics and their patriarch Fritz real name Jack Atkinson, experienced their first loss when the eldest of the six male children, six-year-old Jack Jr., was accidentally electrocuted and drowned in a puddle of wet snow near their home. Afterwards, a chain of disasters befell the family. Fritz's third child, David, died from a serious case of gastronitis, while Carrie's fourth, Michael Fifth, and Chris Six, all committed via drug overdose. Eesh. Only Fritz's second son, Kevin, lived on to continue wrestling before retiring in 1993. Now with the third generation of Von Erichs, Kevin's two sons, and Carrie's daughter, currently following their grandfather's footsteps, we can only help the, uh, hope that they avoid the curse and almost destroy their bloodline. That's... God damn. Like, what does that? What does that to a family to where... What curses a family? That is dude, so yeah. I I remember the fucking Chris Benoit one, dude. Um, yeah, he he uh I remember watching an interview about it, but he texted two of his buddies at like 3 30 in the morning, one from his phone and one from his wife's phone that he was already dead because I guess he killed 86. He killed both of them on Friday. And he stayed in the house all weekend. They didn't find, or he finally offed himself on Sunday. And he messaged two of his friends saying, um, the back door's open, the dogs are out in the pool house or something like that. And wow. it was like 30 in the morning. They're like, what the fuck is this? And like, he wasn't showing up for shit, like pay-per-views or anything. So they finally did a wellness check and they found all their bodies. And he like hung himself, I think in his gym and his basement. Just Kayla says like Amityville horror over there. Yeah. Damn. All right. So I'm not sure if anybody's ever heard of Here's another family curse. The Onassis family curse. Is it really possible for a curse to transfer from one family to another? According to some Greeks, that's essentially what happened when JFK's widow, Jackie Kennedy, brought the infamous Kennedy curse with her when she married Greek shipping tycoon Aristotle Onassis. In 1968, according to them, that curse brought about the untimely death of Aristotle's only son, Alexander. He was killed in a plane crash in 1973. From there, it went downhill for the rest of the Onassis family. 
Aristotle's first wife, Alexander's mother, killed herself a year after learning of her son's death. She was followed a year later by Aristotle, who died a sick and broken man. Alexander's sister, Christina, also died in 1988 of a heart attack due to depression. As for the once magnificent Onassis family financial empire, that too crumbled away. The remnants were given to the last surviving member of the family, Christina's daughter, Athena. Their heiress has so far managed to avoid the infamous curse, living in a relative obscurity in her husband's Alvaro Alfonso de Miranda Neto and her two stepchildren in Brazil. So the question is, though, right, are these, are these truly family curses or are these just truly misfortunate events? What are your guys' process on that? Because it seems like we're reading a lot about family curses now. I think that's when you're possessed by something, man. And they hear voices in their head and they just do whatever they hear the voices that make them do it. So, right. But you, you heard one of them, a child literally electrocuted in the snow. Yeah. That's weird. Then there's these random heart attacks. But see, that one heart attack, though, they, there's a such thing as a broken heart heart attack. You know, when a loved one passes away, if someone has that deep connection they can typically die, you know, months to years later from a broken heart syndrome because that truly does exist. I believe in that, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to find one. Have you guys ever heard of Wodyars? Mm-mm. Uh, I'm just trying to find the curse of Napoli's royal family. If anybody ever heard of the Napoli's royal family? Mm-mm. Hell, um, you might as well just bring up the, the Feos, man. Yeah, how about I just bring up the curse of the dragon? I know y'all like kung fu stuff. Or bring up the curse of the DeFeo family. <laughs> well, first I'm going to bring up the curse of the dragon, Zach. Do you even know who the DeFeos are? I have no fucking clue, but sit it's back. The and Amityville walk. Horror family. Sit back, relax, and let me leave the dragon <laughs> family. Okay. I, if it comes up, listen, I'm going, I'm not trying to Google as I'm, I, these are websites I save. That's why I'm going through them. Just based on the title alone, you probably know where this is going. Do you know where I'm going with the dragon family? The curse of the dragon? Nope. The untimely and eerily mysterious circumstances surrounding the deaths of martial arts legend Bruce Lee and his son Brian have been timeless fodder for a number of conspiracy theories that refuse to die. In addition to the theory about the Chinese mafia slash kung fu masters plotting to kill them, we have the more supernatural premise that Bruce and his son were the victims of a family curse brought on by Bruce's father, Lee Hoi Xuan. According to the story, one day, Lee Hoi Xuan angered a group of Chinese merchants. They placed a curse on him, saying that all the males of his family would die young. True or not, the elder Lee and his wife took the curse very seriously. After the death of their firstborn son, who would have been Bruce Lee's older brother, they consistently addressed Bruce with the feminine name of Siphon, small phoenix, at home in order to be confound the evil spirits. The so-called curse theory eventually gained even more steam after the movie Dragon. The Bruce Lee story came out, which depicted a Bruce Lee lookalike fighting a physical manifestation of the demon who haunted the family. The movie itself was released a mere two months after Brandon's own death. Another creepy coincidence? Hmm. I didn't know that's what it was called, but I I've heard that story numerous times. You have heard and that story? Yeah, it was pretty gnarly. 
the Grimaldi. That ain't what you were talking about, though, was it, Zach? No. The Amityville Horror Family is what I was talking about. The, is that a curse, though? I mean, they moved in. Uh, it was a family. They moved into a house. They never, it, the house wouldn't look haunted at all. The dad was hearing voices in his head to kill his family. And yeah, that's, I mean, it's the curse of the house. That's basically what it is. So. Gotcha. All right. Well, let's see what we got going on here. Uh, these are all New England places. Gettysburg. I was looking to see if I could really, I really wish I could find, hold on. Uh, cursed Zoo. If you want to find that, Zach, definitely find it for me. and You can read it off. What, the Amityville? Yeah. If you can find that, that'd be great. A possession. Yeah, Courtney, that's what I'm thinking. That sounds more like a possession. But there, there was a haunted... Maybe it wasn't a curse, but it was well, a haunted... Well, see, zoo. he wasn't possessed because he was still doing his daily shit. The only time that he was normal was when they got him away from the house. But every time he would go back to the house is when he would start acting like a fucking crazy dude. All right, so I found that zoo while you're looking it up. This zoo is said to be the one of the most haunted places in America. It's common knowledge that the first rule of avoiding a run-in with ghosts is don't build something over what was once a cemetery. Perhaps this rule wasn't as well known back in the mid-19th century because that's exactly what happened with Chicago's Lincoln Park Zoo. The Lincoln Park Zoo opened in 1868 and its first two residents, living residents, were two white swans received as gift from New York Central Park. However, the zoo was built on the site of what was formerly the Chicago City Cemetery. According to Illinois Haunted Houses, the Chicago City Cemetery was in operation from 1843 to 1859, and it served as the final resting place for 35,000 people. The reason for the cemetery's closure was its proximity to Lake Michigan, per WGN, a public health official from that time. Dr. John Roch was afraid that the bodies could contaminate the lake, which served as the city's water supply via Great Chicago Fire. Bodies were being moved out of the cemetery, but when the Great Chicago Fire struck the city on October 8, 1871, it destroyed most of the remaining grave markers, making it locating the bodies still in the cemetery very difficult and believe that as many as 12,000 bodies still remain underneath the, the zoo's ground. Wow. 12,000 freaking bodies, dude. Uh, the vast majority of visitors to the Lincoln Park Zoo are there to see the animals on display. These include chimpanzees, African lions, red pandas, and even a Guam kingfishers, a type of small bird of which there is no remaining wild population. Others, however, might show up at the zoo in hopes of catching a glimpse of some of the supernatural activity that has been reported on its grounds over the years. According to Illinois Haunted Houses, the most commonly reported apparitions are those of people dressed in Victorian-era clothing. It's said that these alleged ghosts have a habit of quickly appearing and disappearing, with some having seen them in mirrors, only to turn around and find out that no one's behind them. Hey, look at that, mirrors! Weren't we talking about mirrors? So it's, mm -hmm. it's out in Chicago. Interesting. So yeah, that was the zoo. And then this goes into oldest cases. 
so yeah, I mean, when I'm, when I'm talking about curse stuff, the haunted hotel. So I guess it really depends on what you want to call a curse because it seems like a curse can also be something that's haunted. Um, yeah, I mean, Gary, you got anything that's cursed? Like, I'm hoping Zach can find some because I really got to hit the latrines. So I, I was going to bring up that painting if you didn't get to it. Yeah, if you want to bring up that painting, I will walk away for a second. Oh, you already talked about it. We already oh, talked about I? the guy that painted, did the painting with his own blood. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. And Zach is still searching. Well, see, I found stuff, but it's not saying anything about it being paranormal. It's, it's, it's not. basically saying, like, he had no idea. Like, it was like a blackout, basically. So he killed six, member, six members of his family, and then he found them after they were dead, ran down to a bar, and told them that the killing was from a mass, or that was from a hitman or something like that. And then he, um, the next day, it says he confessed his sins and admitted that it was he who had killed the entire family. And he also blamed family members helping him. Um, they said that they, could he have been after his father's life insurance money? Uh, did he have a psychotic breakdown? History of drug use, uh, supernatural or unexplained. Um, but yeah, he said that he heard voices in his head telling him to kill people. And after, like when he would go away from the house, he would feel normal. He wouldn't feel sick. So maybe it is like a possession then. Maybe it ain't a curse. Maybe it is a possession. Somehow dad got his hands on something that could have been possessed and he got taken over. If you go in the fear, the thing of a possession, maybe, maybe that's what happened. See, they, it says that when they moved in, there was TikTok. They say when they're when they when they moved in in the basement they found an old axe and a shotgun that was left behind from the previous owners. Interesting. That makes me wonder if there's like some weird mold mm. or like a fungus or something in the house and like, you know, if you breathe it in or whatever and it starts to just affect you. Maybe True, just it's like yeah. some sort of hallucinogenic thing going on where you just start hearing voices and thinking your family's trying to get you or whatever the case may be, you know, and then you just start losing your sh- shit and right. losing the ax. So Kaylin has a question for us. As I ask this question, Gary, could you look up the Elias psychiatric hospital that Tina's asking? Eloise psychological. Yeah. Uh, Kaylin's asking us on TikTok, multi-personalities. How do you feel about that? Do you think multi-personalities is a Like possession? a schizo? Schizophrenic, yeah. yeah. See, that's what I was thinking, schizophrenic, yeah. yeah. Right? Is it a mental disorder or is it a possession? I mean, that's that's a good question, actually. It is kind of a legit, yeah, it is. Like, you have to think about that one. Because like, if someone's possessed... Yeah, because like when you come back to being yourself, you don't remember what the fuck happened. And then you're a completely different person. You have a different name that you think you actually are when you're this other person. So it's like Right, exactly. That that's a good question, Caitlin. That that I'd have to look into that one myself. That's a good question. All right. Well, Gary's looking up this hospital. Um, I'm gonna read the Devil's Tree. Located in New Jersey, the Devil's Tree is a sinister-looking oak tree associated with the tales of murder, satanic rituals, and a malevolent presence. It's said that anyone who disrespects the tree 
will face terrible consequences. What is it about supernatural landmarks like the devil's tree that evokes fear and superstition? Kind of like the um, Saka River that we talked about. So could that tree have a curse that was placed on it by, you know, a witch, a tribe? I mean, because it is in New England. New England is said to well, have a lot of witches and stuff back in its day. It, it could have been that, or a witch could have been hung from that tree. or Ah, touche. Yeah. And that witch still haunts that tree from the state. Yep, that's that's a good call. What are, you, what are your thoughts on that, Gary, as you're looking over there? Say what? Sorry, I'm trying to read this thing. The Devil's the Tree. Heart. Did you hear what we talked about on the Devil's Tree? No, I'm trying to okay. read this. It's All hard right. for me to read and listen. Okay, no problem. You keep reading. When you're ready to talk, that's when I'm going to run to the bathroom. All right. All right. So, Zach, I guess it's you and I for a minute. Okay. As Gary's reading over there. Multi-personality schizophrenia is different. My, my wife is saying down there. Um, the House of Death, the historic brownstone in New York City is known as the House of Death. Due to its dark history of murder and suicide, it's believed to be haunted by the restless spirits of those who met tragic ends. How does the age and history of a building influence the like likelihood of it being haunted? I think it depends on... Um, the energy? The, well, how they died. Like if they were, you know, brutally, you know, murdered or, you know, other things could factor that into, right. um, yeah, just uh, the evilness of it. Like, I guess how, how harsh they died in the place or how many people died at once, or if it was a sickness, like say tuberculosis or something, TB. Like, that's, that was that's big like, back in the day, man. TB was big. A lot of lives were taken by TB. Yeah. I want to check something out here. TikTok, I'm sorry that you're going to see this real quick. Wow, TikTok is blowing up. Other social medias are dead, but we got over 173 people right now watching us on TikTok. That is crazy. Uh, well, so let's go with the next one over here. The Hexed House of Ellicott City. Ellicott City in Maryland. Dude, East Coast is banging with stuff. The Ellicott City, Maryland is the home to a cursed house known as the Hex House. Local legend tells of a woman who placed a hex on her own home, and it's now a site of unsettling paranormal activity. What can motivate someone to place a hex on their own house? Do you think that she said, listen, once I die here, I don't want another single person to live here, so I'm going to put a hex on my house? Or she's just an evil bitch. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, Caitlin did say, duh, we're train wrecks over here. So, I mean, what would put that, what would, what would make... What would make someone put a hex on their home? That's that's interesting. Maybe she wants to be the only person that lives in that house for all, the rest of eternity. Right? Maybe. I mean, that's, she's got to be one sad woman. Right. One sad woman. Um, then we have the screaming skull of Burton. Oh, wait a minute. We got another chat. <laughs> oh, dear God, OG. Not <laughs> even reading it. The screaming skull of Burton Agnes Hall. The Screaming Skull of Burton Agnes Hall in Pennsylvania is a, ma a mascabre legend. The skull is said to belong to a man who was murdered and cursed. It's believed that if the skull is removed, it will scream and bring misfortune to the household. Oof. Dude. Dude you if imagine. I saw a skull scream, I would shit my... <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think I would have, I think I would have brown pants walking out of that place of a skull screamed when I picked it up. <laughs> yeah. 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 
I, I think that would make me scream like a little bitch and run. I honestly do. I think I'd run and I would smell like shit all the way home. <laughs> yep. I definitely do. I ain't going to lie. I, I agree with you on that one, Zach. Mm -hmm. Oh, Zach, look at that. The cursed Amityville house. It is on this list that the AI generated. Look at that. The Amityville Horror House on Long Island, New York. Once again, New England. Screaming Skull sounds like a rock band. It does, OG. It does. Uh, um, <laughs> that's kind of a rad right? name for a rock band. Right? It's infamous for gruesome murder and supernatural phenomena. The Lutz family reported demonic activity after moving in, leading to a well-known haunting case. Uh, Gary, do you got the information on that so I can run away for a minute? So you yeah, can yeah, discuss if you want to go run away, right. I'll read a little bit Fantastic. about this. I'll be guys. right back. All right. Um, so this place actually sounds a little bit creepy. Um, it was opened back in 1839 uh, in the defunct Nankin Township. So <laughs> it's in its prime, it had like 10,000 uh, psychiatric members and only 2,000 nurses. It was one of the first hospitals to use x-rays for diagnosis and was one of the first uh, places to do kidney dialysis in Michigan. Um, they did radium treatment for cancer patients. Um, and they did open air treatment for tuberculosis, which is, you know, it's kind of an interesting way to treat things. But, uh, there were people who would go and just search the property after it had closed down and they would find a bunch of weird shit all over the place. They would find jars containing body parts um, and then a bunch of documents that would outline like really bizarre, strange medical procedures. Um, so a bunch of paranormal investigators have conducted numerous investigations on the ground and some have claimed to see a spirit of a woman wearing all white and some people uh, see people on the upper floors and on the roof. Um, so basically, it just sounds like it was one of those early psych wards from the 1800s that just did a bunch of really unethical, sketchy treatments on people, like frontal lobotomies, and just tortured tens of thousands of people. So that sounds kind of scary. And it seems like there would be a lot of... Uh, sad, angry spirits that would be tied to that place. And now Zach runs away. He's got to go too, man. He's got to go too. Wait for me to come back and then he ran. Huh? Break the seal. But yeah, this place did a bunch of like experimental uh, procedures on people. Kind of like that place in Maine that someone was talking to me about. Uh, there's a, a psych ward here in Maine that used to be uh, parents used to send their kids to. They had legitimately have their kids kidnapped. The parents knew about it. The kids would be taken away at nighttime to be brought to the psych ward. Oof. So you you think a place like that would definitely have have activity, right? And someone told us that's the way they would love to see us go ghost hunting. And that's in Maine. That's here in Maine. Yeah. You know where it is or what it's called? I, I don't. There is a Netflix. I watched. It's sad part is I should because I watched a Netflix uh, documentary on it. And I'll it watch it again, Mark. I can't. I've already seen it. <laughs> I can't. I'm sorry, Gary. It's a mental thing. I cannot watch movies or anything more than once. Once I watch it, I'm done with it. It's just, it's, it's a thing. Just imagine how much more you could learn. 
Oh, God. Are we talking about him not watching movies more than once? Well, listen, yep. I was just telling Gary about the place in Maine. I can't remember. There's a documentary on a Netflix yeah, uh, where never kids were literally taking at nighttime. Their parents knew about it. They kidnapped the kids at night to bring them to the psych ward. They literally come in, put something over the kid's head, and they take the kids out. I can't think of the name of it again. But it's a psychiatric ward? Yes. Look up Haunted Psych Ward in Maine. You'll probably pull it up. Maybe you should watch fucking I won't, movies. I can't. I don't watch. It's a mental thing, Zach. Listen. While Gary's looking that up, I'm going to go in the cursed Busby stoop chair. Uh, Chase Memorial, <laughs> Kalen. I'll, uh, what's that? You never talked about the Amityville stuff, man. He's never found a great porn than if he's never watched a movie <laughs> <laughs> OG, you're killing me, man. OG, I hope you gave me a follow on freaking. Is it the uh, Augusta Men I mean, Augusta Mental Health. That one was 1800s. Seems to be. Uh, I'm not dark, sure if it's Augusta. Look up Chase Memorial. Kalen's asked about Chase Memorial. That might be. He's Oh, man. Let's see. Uh, I'm going to read about the Busby real quick. Busby, Busby Stoop Chair, located in North Yorkshire, England. Hey, we're out of the States was the favorite seat of a condemned man who cursed anyone who dared to sit in it. It said that those who sat in the chair met tragic fates. You imagine having a cursed chair? Man, I would love to curse every friggin' toilet out there. You imagine cursing a toilet? If you sit on my if you sit on my toilet at my house, I want that thing cursed from now on after I'm croaked, that will you will have the constant shits until you're never ending death. Dude, that's fucked up. <laughs> As if you just ate Taco Bell every hour on the hour and you just can't get up again. You are stuck on that toilet just going out like Niagara Falls. Electric chairs should be cursed. I mean, maybe they are. Well, I think electric chairs would have to be cursed, man. The history behind electric chairs, mm -hmm. they Dude, would have to be cursed. But the... um. Shawshank Prison up here in Ohio. They still have the original electric chair there from when that place used to be open. See, and that's that crazy. and that would explain why that place would be haunted as well, because a lot of people were electrocuted back then. Well, also a lot of inmates off themselves. Like one dude, I know they were talking about. Um, there's one cell. I think it was like cell number thirteen or whatever. But he found a bunch of. Uh, paint thinner or lighter fluid or whatever, took it back to his cell, closed the cell door, drenched himself and lit himself on fire. Oh, Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's freaking crazy. Look, the Kennedy family. So the AI did all right. It comes up with a lot of haunted stuff. All right, here's one. This is a warrior mask. The curse of Maori warrior mask. The Maori warrior mm -hmm. mask is an artifact from New Zealand. It's said to be cursed. Those who have owned it, have experienced bad luck and unsettling occurrences leading to its reputation as a cursed object. Is this the one that Jim Carrey wore? That would be kind of funny. I don't know. You Let me Google that real quick. Let me see what that mask looks like. I wish I could pull Well, I can probably pull it up on screen, actually. Give me one second. Um, I, I probably can. Let me see if I can pull it up on screen real quick. Let me, um, let me open up a new tab over here. <laughs> what if it was like the exact mask? <laughs> Right, that would be freaking hilarious. Give me one second, I'll pull up the mask. Let me see if I can find an image of the mask here. <laughs> the Mori mask curses dude, you by it, you Dude, this thing is kind of funky looking, actually. Hold yo, on. Yo, read OG micro penis. Oh, the Mori mask curses you by telling you you're a father. <laughs> 
Oh, man, we got a funny uh, Mandela effect about father, don't we, Zach? <laughs> yeah. All right, let's see. The memorial mask. Actually, it does look kind of funky, dude. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull up the image here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try sharing the browser. I'm not sure how well it's going to work. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is the Loki. Okay, yeah, because I remember when he's in this, uh, the dude's office, he's like, Loki? Who is Loki? Right. Let me see here. We're going to see if I can pull up the mask here. Um, it's not going to let me pull up the camera with TikTok without seeing me do this. Hold on. Let me pull it up real quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cover our faces real quick. Y'all see that mask? Gary and Zach? Yep. yep. That's the mass act right there. Oh, okay. That thing's creepy looking. That is yeah. creepy looking. That would be low key. Oh, they just answer your question. Is there. it the Greenville? Nope, Greenville Inn. No, that's a that's a creepy Silent Hill in Maine. Silent. Still trying to find this uh, psychiatric. Type place. Uh, Maine Maine um, documentary on children's psych ward. Oh, it's a children's psych ward? Yes. It wasn't adult. It was a children's psych ward. I feel like that would make that place so much darker and like paranormal since it was a children's psych ward. It was, was. the Augusta Mental Health Institute. It was the Augusta Mental Health Institute. I got $10 blank by a woman that looked like that masked. <laughs> Fucking OG. All right, moving on. The Cursed Cape May Diamond. I think, did we read that? No, we didn't. New Jersey, man. Description, the Cape May Diamond, a type of quartz crystal found in Cape May, New Jersey, is believed to be cursed. Legend has it that taking a stone from the beach will bring misfortune unless it's returned. I wonder, has anybody ever heard about that? So if you take a a, a, a gem or whatever from a beach, that it could be cursed? <clears throat> I mean, don't they say that about taking lava from like the lava rocks from the beaches in Hawaii, like don't take them because they're cursed. True, if that's local legend. Well, also like Indian burial grounds. Like if you come if you come upon a grave, don't like move or mess with the rocks at the burial ground because that will unleash a curse on the ground. That's mm. why most Indian burial oh, grounds so. are haunted shit because most of their graves have been tampered with. Interesting. Huh. Hello, Alyssa. That would be interesting. Yeah. So I guess well, I th the thing that goes for any burial grounds, right? Like, cause I remember being a kid and you take a penny or whatever, like and, uh, our sister, Gary, our sister's grave. I have a penny that's stuck by her thing. And then once in a while we go up to the grave, so I'll look and there's still a penny smashed down in front of her gravestone. Interesting. Oh dear God. OG is killing me, man. OG is killing me. <laughs> Smoking rocks puts a curse on your teeth. Dear God. God, oh gee. It's mostly like that one tooth, right? <laughs> Isn't it just that one tooth? It's that, that one tooth. Yeah. <laughs> OG is killing it over there on Twitch. TikTok's going crazy too. We got a lot of people. Well, we did. We had like over a hundred at one point where we were talking one story. Alyssa, I see you as well. It's so funny. Like, have we been have you guys been watching TikTok with certain stories that we talk about? The algorithm yeah. picks us up and we get a huge boost of people on TikTok. But yeah. once we stop talking about that subject, it crashes down again. It's mm -hmm. very interesting. Have you guys noticed that when we were doing when we were doing that? Well, it had over two hundred people in here at one time. Then it went to one seventy five. It did. Yeah. I can't remember what we were talking about. I think it was one of the longer articles that I was reading. It was very. You were interesting. talking about it started. One of them was on Guinness. The Guinness, dude, about Guinness, right? Everybody's yeah. like, "Oh shit, he's talking beer. about beer. Let's go, Ask beer. All Let, right, oh, shit. beers." <laughs> <laughs> A beer curse, hell yeah. The Guinness family curse is interesting, man. 
Yeah, that is an interesting situation. You know, well, you know what? Fuck it. Let's try some real quick. I want to do a I want to do a test theory real quick. I'm gonna go back to that same website, TikTok. I'm sorry, y'all just saw that browser. <laughs> I am TikTok. Unfortunately, the way for me to broadcast on all of y'all is the way I do this. Okay. Unfortunately, y'all don't get the cool stream that everybody else is getting. I have to mirror it on the TikTok. Uh, but let me go. Let me go over to those those curses that I found. Oh, you know what the sad part is? That was even the wrong browser I opened up. I have them saved in this one. Sorry, TikTok. In my read that. Uh, read OG, bro. OG TikTok is what my girl repeats on her. Oh, yeah. Nope. Stopping right there. OG. OG, you are killing me, my man. OG is on crazy. Two minutes. Where are you a marathon man? Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh geez, Speedy McGee over there. All right, let's read another curse. Let's read about the Grimaldi curse. They're in the number 10 spot. Do you notice how everything's on the East Coast? It is. Like the East, well, the East Coast does have a lot of history. East the Coast East, has a lot of history. East Coast it's has a lot of history. Too. Yeah. It's got more people. Yeah. It's it's got a yeah. lot going on. It does. Let's go on to the next one, though. The Grimaldi. This is one curse that every unhappy spouse can relate to. Oh, boy, if you're an unhappy spouse, listen up. The sad <laughs> string of unhappily ever afters for the current members of the Monaco's ruling family can be attributed to two of their ancestors being total creeps. The first, Francesco Grimaldi, was said to begin the family's eventual domination of the tiny city-state after he and his forces captured the fortress from rivals' claimants, he dressed himself up as a monk and successfully tricked the guards into opening the gates of the fortress. Another ancestor, Prince Rainer, upped the ante in the jerk department when he abducted and raped a beautiful maiden as revenge. The maiden became a witch and proclaimed, never will a Grimaldi find true happiness in marriage. Don't say, I, don't say what? The R word. Oh, my! It was it was an article TikTok. I'm telling you, it was an article, and I will <laughs> fight it to the end. The curse has rung true since Prince Rainier's third wife, the American actress yeah. Grace Kelly, died in a car accident. Their three children soon became embroiled in their own scandals and misfortunes. Their eldest daughter, Princess Caroline, divorced her first husband, was widowed by her second husband, and there are allegations that her third marriage is one on the rocks as well. At the time, her younger sister, Princess Stephanie, went through a potpourri, a potpourri of men that included her bodyguard, an elephant trainer, interesting, and a circus acrobat. Boy, she loves that type of ring, don't she? Leading to the three children born out of wedlock. Their brother, Prince Albert II, has so far dodged a proverbial bullet and is still married to former Olympic swimmer Charlene Whitstock. Although their union has had its fair share of controversies over the prince's playboy pass to Whitstock, nearly calling off the wedding. Hmm. Interesting. These yeah, say, say, say grape. Gotcha. Grape. All right. We'll stick with grape. We, we already, did, did we read? We read about the Kennedys, but we never, Mag says that's me. We never did read about the Kennedy curse. Have you ever, because I never heard about the Kennedy curse. Have you, Gary? I've, I've heard about it. I don't know much about it, but I, I do know that I've heard something about it in the past. All right, let's talk about the Kennedys real quick. Mag's like, yes, let's talk about the Kennedy curse. <laughs> While the Kennedys curse was already been discussed in previous lists, we have to come back to it because here's another uh, 
victims since the list was published. The death in question was the uh, one of second wife of Robert F. Kennedy Jr., who committed in 2012. That incident revived, talked about the infamous curse that has haunted the Kennedy family for ages, which begs the question, who started this curse? Zach's laugh. And the stories are to believe it was John F. Kennedy's great-grandfather, Thomas Fitzgerald, who started it all. In 1842, he discovered a chest full of gold coins in the Irish village. Supposedly, the coins were cursed, and the village from which he took them was soon destroyed. Fitzgerald fled with his treasure to Boston, where he used it to start his own business and was soon filthy rich. Once again, we're in New England. Another origin story of the curse came from JFK's father, Joseph, who had an unfortunate run-in with some Jewish people. According to the tale, he told a rabbi and his students to stop their prayers while they were on passenger ship together. Angry, the rabbi cursed him and claimed that his descendants would suffer great misfortune. In another version, it was a Jewish father who placed a curse on Joseph after he refused to help his sons escape from concentration camp. And yet one more account of the curse it was the entire Jewish village that cursed Kennedy after they discovered he was dealing weapons to the Nazis. The man must have had some serious issues. I never knew that about the JFKs. That's interesting. Like, or at least the father. <clears throat> That's crazy. <coughs> In a way, didn't they say though JFK was a good president, but like his descent, his bloodline seems to be kind of evil. I see. I I don't know. Like, when was JFK assassinated? It was before. At least I was born. At least wasn't it? He was definitely assassinated before the eighties. Hold on. Because I remember people saying JFK was a good president. Sixty three. November twenty twenty second sixty three. So he was definitely taken out before I was born. But I remember people saying that he was good president. Like, and that's one of the reasons why there's conspiracy theories that the CIA was involved in his assassination. Mm. Right? That's one of the conspiracy theories out there that the CIA had a hand in Kennedy's assassination. Yeah. Uh, folks, just so everybody knows, too, since we're doing this podcast and I mentioned that, I have, I am in no way, shape, or form of feeling about doing any harm to myself. Okay. I love, I love the life that I'm living. So, I, in no way, shape, or form do I feel like doing any harm to myself, just leaving it out there. Wait, what? I'll do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> A zing. Fucking Zach. Uh, I've heard that he was portrayed as a good president, but he had a wild history. Gotcha, Kalen. Yeah, it's just, it's interesting, though, how so many families have curses. I've never heard of the Napolese family, royal family. I mean, but we should because they're back in 2001. So I was 21. Princess Diana, is there is there a curse on the Prince of Diana's family, Mags? Hold on. Now you got me looking this up, Mags. Mags is talking about the curse of Princess Diana. I know we're going to end this soon, but let me look this up real quick. Let me look up Princess <coughs> Diana curse. Let me just look this up real quick. Uh, false facts about Princess that everyone believes. Curse of the Spencers. All right, let's see. Is this a... Okay, so that's a show. I can't really talk about that. That's a show. Let me see if I can find... Um, 
There is a, the scandalous history of Princess Diana's family. Curse of the Spencers. Here we go. Uh, that's five times Diana broke royal protocol, the crown. There definitely seems to be quite a bit of shows on it. Let me look this up. Let me see if this is a show or if this is an article. Yeah, it's a lot of TV articles. I'd have to look into that really to talk about Princess Diana. It's more of conspiracy theories on Princess Diana. More of Charles Wantner gone to remarry. Interesting. You guys, that, that seems like that could be a hot topic. I'm already seeing like debates going down. Biggest rabbit hole ever. Mags. I love rabbit holes. Gary's, I think you and I and Zach, we should all research this. We should all go down a Princess Diana rabbit hole and do I mean, a podcast on it. About, you know, deep assholes. So. You did. You did. You talked about going really deep in them too. It's quite interesting. <laughs> I think I think we got to uh, see random assholes it. too. Yeah, it was like yeah, it was it was random deep assholes. <laughs> oh man, I think I think we're gonna end it. So I'm running out of material right now. I mean, the AI is great for some things. The AI did kind of throw us off subject on certain things, but hey, man, sometimes you got to use the AI when you when you're running low. But I really do think we should all look into this Princess Diana thing and like. Maybe not this following week because we're so close to Halloween. Like, I got to think of a good podcast for us to do for this one. The Curse of the Clintons and the Haunting of the Blue Dress. <coughs> oh, I know where you're going with that, OG. I know where you're going with that, OG, and I just read that out loud. <laughs> I read that out loud, and it took a second to click in my head, OG. You're a ki ki OG, you know what? Listen. I'm going to get a shout-out where a shout-out is needed. Shout-out to OG Micro. Hold on. Do I have my bleep button? Shout-out to OG Micro over there on Twitch for coming in clutch with his comments or her comments. I don't know. Because you have a name of OG Micro doesn't mean you're a guy or a girl. So I'm just going to give you a shout-out. Thank you for that. Um, shout-out. We'll give you a shout-out this time. Um, everybody else out here, listen. This was a phenomenal pod. I mean, I still had fun doing this one. Next podcast is a day before, uh, a couple days before Halloween. Mags, thank you for the glowing jellyfish. Um, so I think we're going to come up with something that's going to be Halloween related. I don't know what, because we talked about a lot of ghostly shit. So I don't know what we have out there that we could talk about. So Zach and Gary, if you guys come up with any thoughts, listen, I'm always trying to come up with some of this. So if you guys come up with anything... <laughs> Uh, people on TikTok, people on Twitch, Facebook, YouTube. If y'all know of an idea for us, please hit me up. Um, you can also email me on air at the Mark G show. All that's going to be coming up in the outro. TikTok, hang around for a minute. We'll chat in a minute. Everybody right. else. What says that? I've been giving you ideas for months now and you don't ever want to do them. What? What, Zach? Scientology, Randonautica. <laughs> oh, that's two. That's two. You yeah, did, Mags. You did. That one. one. That was not a Halloween one, but I do want to look up the I do want to go down to Princess Diana rabbit hole. If you say it's a big rabbit hole, I want to I want to start looking at Reddits. I want to look at TikToks. I want to come up with some stuff so we can have some great material to pull up on screen. Yeah, you're gonna find some good stuff on Reddit. We are. Reddit's interesting, man. Reddit is <laughs> very interesting. It is. It's yeah. very Reddit is very interesting. Listen, folks, if you never ever checked out Reddit and you want to go down some rabbit holes, Reddit is the place to be. Um, so yeah, uh, for Halloween, I'm going as classified documents. So Trump might grab me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
right, everybody. I'm killing all the social media. TikTok, hang around for a minute. Everybody else out there, I appreciate y'all. Hold on one second, TikTok. We're out of here right after this intro. Y'all have been awesome. Let's do this. You've been listening to the Mark G Show. <laughs> you may know them from their political commentary, but there's a lot more to the fellas than politics. And that's why we created this show. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But until then, make sure to reach out on social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok, at The Mark G Show. And to email the show, it's on air at themarkgshow.com. Take care, and we'll see you next time on The Mark G Show. Penis.